Hey, welcome to That Sucks by Handshake Media, a podcast coming to your ears, or your eyes, or your face, or your foot. Mm, feet. <laughs> <laughs> um, welcome to another episode of That Sucks, as we just introduced very poorly, when the things you love let you down. Uh, I'm Dan Cribb. My name is Troy Nababan. And uh, yeah, today's episode, we're going to be unpacking... Today's topic is superhero fatigue. It's real, people. It is a real We're feeling business. It. I'm tired. I fell asleep. Sorry, I just woke up. Let's just preface this episode by saying that we're both big uh, fans of superhero movies, TV shows. You name it, we're in Troy's studio and he's got a uh, pop vinyl Let's give X-Men people, around the place. Do you want to give the people a bit of a rundown? I can um, see some Transformer figurines, Generation 1 and Generation 2. They're not and, superheroes. Uh, and Masterpiece they're not Transformer superheroes. figurines. They're close enough. Um, but right next to oh, the photo, he's got a... Uh, right next to the... I've got a Deadpool mask. I've got some Buffy... Uh, Buffy's not a superhero. Not superhero. Hang Although, on. depends depends who you ask. I've got a Bob Ross pop vinyl. He's a superhero. Oh, there's a Superman pop vinyl down there. Mm. Remember when we got that for free? Yes, Troy and I went to go see the Justice League premiere for free. It's pretty rad. Suck on that. Mm, just like a delicious foot. <laughs> we're going to get kicked off the network. Oh, it was nice while it lasted. But no, we're big superhero fans. I go see all the movies as soon as they come out. It's probably the only movies I go see. I don't. I think we've talked about this before. I don't really like movies. Yes, so we thought we'd do a whole episode on movies. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, let's, just, let's just start by what's your understanding of uh, superhero movie fatigue? And do you believe you have it? Superhero movie fatigue, as I understand it, is the onslaught of superhero movies that have entered the the cultural uh, zeitgeist. What are we up to at the moment? Like four or five or 12 a year or something? More than that. Like, I think there was eight or nine last year. Eight's more than 12, yes. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, Daniel. So, do you, what, are you tired or what? Are you fatigued yet? I'm tired. I'm tired of your shit. There's, a, there's a term going around called fatigues. Are you fatiguers? Are, are we are we fatiguers? I'm a fatiguer. You see, I so you seem you seem to believe it's because there's so many of them happening at once. That's as I understand. That's that isn't that the definition of superhero movie fatigue? I, that and I think also you could bring into perhaps um, how long they've been running for now. I'm I'm just tired because of the the length of time it's been since the first Iron Man film came out. That's I guess when the MCU kind of kicked off. And while we're kind of talking about superhero film TV in general, I think we'll be going back to the MCU quite a lot because it's, it's a good one. It's a pretty, you know, they kind of established the flow, the um, the standard, you could say. Did you uh, see Iron Man straight away? Were you in from Jump? Uh, I was probably like eight years old when it came out. <laughs> when was it? 2008. 2008. Yeah, you were born in 2000. I was 18. I was you... probably, I was out partying. Oh, that's right. I was getting loose. I was a real Tony Stark. I was pretty into, I was into Iron Man because I used to watch the cartoon when I was a kid. Um, did you ever see that? Like they used to do uh, on Cheese TV. That it was like on the Fridays that would have the Iron Man Fantastic Four double banger on like a Friday morning. Can't say I ever partook in such a double bang. <laughs> <laughs> you're a you're a single banger only. So speaking of Iron Man, at the start, those movies, Iron Man, Thor, um, Captain America, while they were connected in some way, they were still relatively um, kind of in their own little like world. They didn't. It wasn't part of this massive mm-hmm. twenty two movie thing that you know if you miss one movie you get confused. And so I think it's slowly become. Um, overwhelming to the point where you watch one, two, three, four, five, all of a sudden you've watched 20 and it's just become too much over time. And all of a sudden you're just, you're just draining. It's too much homework to do basically. Exactly. It, it becomes more of a chore. Okay. Like we were talking about, we haven't seen Spider-Man yet. No. Far from home. It's and the first 
of the Marvel movies that's come out that I haven't been immediately like, oh my God, I have to go see that movie. And partly for that is because I just had a kid and I haven't been able to get out. Oh, with but the kid again, the kid stuff. It's, it's ruining my life. But I, I obviously want to see it. I love Spider-Man as much as the next guy. But it hasn't really, if I really wanted to see that movie, I would have left my family already and gone to see it. You know what I mean? Like there's no excuses apart from the fact that it hasn't really, uh, hasn't really come at the right time for me. Because I don't know it's how just you- backtracks to that thing about you leaving your family quickly. It wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't won't be the last. But um, you uh, you obviously saw Endgame, and we'll talk about that a little bit later on. But yes. to me, it's it's funny that was the uh, that was the the full stop, the period, if you will, at the end of that entire movie franchise. So as much as I'm sure that this is going to be a really great movie, and I'm, I'm I still definitely will see it. I'll try and I'll try and see it as soon as possible. I'll try and skip out pretty soon. And uh, and go uh, go check it out, but I don't know because I feel like the entire twenty however movies has wrapped up like it's done. So what whatever this movie is, even though it's the official end of the series, you know what I mean? Like about at the end of this like third phase of the Marvel series, it kind of is a bit tacked on. So I don't know. For me, that's almost applies to the way that I feel about a lot of superhero movies at this point. Because uh, did do you go see Dark Phoenix, Dan? I have not. You have not. And have I have seen- no interest in seeing it. Really? Nope. I've, and that's see, that's interesting. That's also Marvel, and um, that's a franchise that I don't feel like I need closure on, and I'm not sure why. See, yes. X Two is my. Uh, it's probably like a top five favorite comic book movies for me. Because we we speak very highly of these early, um, you know, like Iron Man and uh, X Two. Yep. And then you look at Dark Phoenix and the new Spider Man, and we're just not interested. So what's kind of happened between you know in the, over, over the past ten years? Is the quality of writing gone down, or is you know is there just too much competition out there? Not enough time. Part of it, uh, I think, is we're spoiled for choice. In that the you know pop culture community is pretty um it's it's just that it's just like it's a community people feeling you know included and inclusive and um when things start getting out of control and you can't watch everything you don't yeah. feel perhaps like you're part of the community anymore and you lose that sense of um being connected with other fans and you know you can't keep up with like you know some years how many movies you, you got it right i got it wrong like 12 or something i don't know how many movies came out like last year? Oh, I, do, I just was making a joke, but I mean, at my expense, thanks. <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, okay, what what have we had this year so far? Captain Marvel, uh, Endgame, and Dark Phoenix, and Dark Phoenix. Oh, well, okay, just go MCU, but oh. by like first, so yeah, yeah those, you got those those yeah, wow. Spider Man. So that, three, that's, that's three already. That's in six months, um, and then you add on top of that. You've got um, when did Aquaman come out? Your favorite movie was that this year? Don't or last even year? talk to me about Aquaman. <laughs> but don't worry, we'll we'll get into the DCU in a minute. I think they have so, very separate issues. Yeah. So, but not quite. If you look at it as superhero fatigue and superhero movie, it's it's all the same under the same banner. So, I mean, okay. So you got your three MCU movies. You got a Dark Phoenix movie. You've got Shazam. You've got that's five. What other superhero so, movies come out in six y- months? You you mentioned before that you, you know Shazam was enjoyable for you, right? I I liked it. And same same with me. I think if you look at and that's because it's a standalone film. It's not trying to cram a bunch of other stuff into it. In the same way that um, perhaps you know Wonder Woman. That was largely um, a standalone film. Um, it had other bits and pieces from the DCU in there, but it wasn't like heavily saturated with, you know, like Spider-Man, the new, the new Spider-Man iteration, that first movie, Homecoming, had like, an, you know, all the other characters were popping in and Tony Stark was in there. and Yeah, that's true. And things like that. So, and, and I, so going back to watching Aquaman, I watched that 
didn't really have much time for it. The same week I saw Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. And it was like, it was amazing. Again, it was a standalone film. Yep. Um, which is something, there's a lot to be said for that. What point do you remember in the, uh, just talking about the MCU, because obviously that's the biggest one. What point do you remember that being less about the individual story, more about the the whole like, story? Look how many stars we can throw into yeah. one thing or... yeah. Um, I mean, Avengers, obviously. But Avengers was cool because nothing had happened like that. When yeah. you when you get your fourth Avengers film, it's just it feels like an obligation to watch it because you know you've come this far. Yep. Um, yeah, it's. I think maybe. I'd say probably Civil War. Yeah, I think you're right. Because yeah, hundred percent. You had and Ultron, just... which is the the culmination of mm. the Avengers, and then it's like, oh, you basically have that, but without Thor and Hulk. It's like. That was a great movie and Civil War is a great story and everything like that. But that's kind of maybe where the fatigue set in was like, we have this big movie from here. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Captain America, for for it being a Captain America movie, was very much like a- well, An Avengers almost a second. Avengers. Well, he was almost like a, uh, a second tier character in that movie. He wanted to know- oh, Tony Stark was kind of the bad guy, but still, mm. they were all on very equal footing. It was like, oh, but they're saying- it was great. I still really like that movie, but it's uh, in terms of like it getting away from an individual story, you can take- Sorry, I cut you off, but you nah. can take um, like Doctor Strange. That is its own story. Mm. And there's, there's a few ties. Like all of them have a few ties. Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's kind of nice when you've got- um, uh, you've, you've got these individual stories, but I think it was like maybe maybe Civil War was the one where it's like we get it now. Everybody, let's see, let's just see how big we can go yeah, with this. Because immediately after that, that's when you get your Spider-Man Far From Home when yet yeah, Tony Stark's appearing and oh, Homecoming, and, Homecoming. Oh, sorry, there. yeah, uh, Homecoming. Saved you, man. On the uh, comments, they would have been all over us for that one. And obviously, you're building towards the two or well, the biggest fucking movie of all time. Well, one of them. Like, swearing, in, please. Sorry, um, like getting to to Endgame, which I loved. Uh, I was super into that. Oh, actually, I'm going to phone a friend. Does he know you're calling him? Let me just say, uh, Jacko, uh, one of my best best mates, uh, he was the best man at my wedding and uh, an end game denier. <laughs> no. He's he done already, bruh. <laughs> it's still going on the podcast, but... Um, oh. Now, what do you... Uh, please tell me your thoughts on end game. End game? Yeah. What do you mean? The... That piece of shit. <laughs> that's all. That's all I wanted to know. Why? Why? Why did you hate it? It's it's soft. It's, it's soft. Everyone hugs, everyone hugs each other, and it, it, it's soft. Jacko's too much of a man for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think it's part of what we were talking about in last week's episode, where you you spend so many seasons of How I Met Your Mother building up to a, an unsatisfying conclusion. Is that right there? What does unsatisfying mean? Shut I'm just up. Laughing because, yeah, like I'm trying to multitask. People would tell it, oh, like they started crying when, like you said, I love you 3000. People started crying. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> hey, Jacko, it's, it's Troy here. Can you hear me? Uh, yes. Hello. Hey, hey, quick question. Yeah. Um, what age did you realize you had no emotions? age um probably i'd like to say really early on in life but that's not true probably like 20 i mean it was a rhetorical question year. but thanks for trying to answer it honestly <laughs> <laughs> all right we're, we're gonna let you go uh back to uh the uh the whiteout factory where you work uh yeah i love whiteout great great all right, all right. thanks, thanks so they much call, they call it, thanks they call, buddy they call whiteout bunk in new zealand
That's it. That's You're it. Off You're the off the podcast. You kicked off the podcast. See? So that uh, that was a long-winded way of saying um, that point that I made earlier about the unsatisfying. What did I say? Unsatisfying. Uh, unsatisfying? Unsatisfying uh, <laughs> ending of the, the of most the recent phase, you know? But did you, uh, like him aside, because he's not here to respond anymore, did you find it unsatisfying? I really liked it. Me too. Did you, were and, you satisfied? Did you feel like it wrapped everything up? Yeah, but outside of that, you know why I liked it? Mm-hmm. Because half of the movie had nothing to do with superheroes. Okay. Interesting. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I think my problem and the, and the fatigue thing is it's just, let's see how big we can get these, you know, these movies. Let's see, you know, how much we can destroy people's bladders at three hours and yep. 30 minutes. Sorry, Jacko just sent me a message. Wait. Was that recording? <laughs> Hates it. Can't, he can't, can't stand, stand it. Too them. soft. He can't stand the mushy stuff. I love them. I cried. I cried like a little baby. Did you? Yeah, of course. At the Love You 3000, cried. The end, cried. The middle, cry, probably <laughs> cried. Um, Post credits that. I cried. Do you know when I cried? Dan, would you like to know when I cried? I would love to know when you When cried. I put the soundtrack on and I'm driving in my car and- the, what does the soundtrack to, the, not to, to Endgame sound like? Oh, the score. The score's amazing. The score's beautiful music. Um, mm, all right. You should, uh, it's, yeah, Alan Silvestri should listen to it. But there's two tracks. It's the one when uh, when the portals open. I think the track's called Portals. So if you want to go listen to that on Spotify, I'll it's be pretty right. rad. But it's fucking beautiful. <laughs> Are you burping? <laughs> We're leaving this in. Pause for edit. Uh, pause for edit. Um, I think... The problem I find, and I think why I'm fatigued, is all right. If, if you look at TV alone, uh, I'm going to rattle off some shows that are happening now, recently cancelled, upcoming. This this is just a few: Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Doom Patrol, Gotham, Supergirl, Black Lightning, Titans, Krypton, Swamp Thing, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, The Punisher, The Umbrella Academy, Legion, Inhumans, The Defenders, Runaways, Cloak and Dagger, Iron Fist. Ooh. How are you going to watch all of those? Granted, a few of these, uh, largely the Netflix shows, have been cancelled in recent years. But how are you meant to watch all that? You know, That's a lot. how are you supposed to keep up with that and the MCU, the DCU? That's just too much. You know, did you say Marvel Agents of Shield? I, we we don't talk about that on this podcast. <laughs> do you what 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 of those shows do you watch out of interest? Um, I watched all the Netflix shows. Uh-huh. But again, that to me, those shows became almost like a chore. They weren't. Yeah. I think part of the, the um, fatigue is a sense of obligation or feeling like you need to finish things in, yeah. or, in order to be able to appreciate what else is happening in the same universe. Or yep. For me, uh, like you watch all the Netflix, uh, mm-hmm. the Netflix Marvel shows, uh, I think they're all I liked them all. I didn't really like Defenders. I thought that was a bit weak. Yeah, it was a bit, uh, of, bit of a nothing show. And I really, really did not like Iron and a, Fist. And again, though, uh, Defenders, that's a, the culmination of just, just put them all together. The problem for me is just greater than the um, than the MCU because it's just there's so much now. Like As you said, mm. the, the homework that you have to do. Touching on um, that sort of, uh, okay. Excuse me. Pause for burp edit. Touching on what you said about there's just too much out there. The list I read out, um, there was a uh, there's a website called Heroic Hollywood, and they are uh, they, they published an article a while ago, um, kind of you know going over what they think might happen um, mm-hmm. to you know superhero movies. The uh, accompanying fatigue we're discussing. So uh, the the article says. Uh, the truth is there are simply too many superhero superheroes on the screen for the average viewer to keep up with. Yep. 
Uh, if you happen to be uh, indiscriminate in your superhero consumption, following the adventures of the superheroes and antiheroes in both major comic book universes, uh, it becomes overwhelming and at one point too much. Soon, perhaps sooner than we think, uh, we'll see the first major superhero flick go into the red and that will be the moment um, when we'll know for sure that we've reached the tipping point. So at the moment, we keep seeing more and more and more because they're all making they, yeah, profits of course. like crazy. Like, um, you know, for example, um, Venom was like pretty, got pretty critically, critically slammed mm-hmm. and you have Aquaman, which I personally am not a fan of, uh, that also had some conflicting reviews, but those films both made a lot of money. So do you want to know, um, I've got the worldwide gross, grosses of box office offices, 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 offices of box offices uh, in front of me here. What do you reckon the highest grossing uh, worldwide superhero movies of all time? Uh, it's Endgame, right? Yes. Is the, that did I win? Mm. Is there any follow up questions? We, we just talked about you've got. I mean, that first Avengers movie. There's like five or six movies or something leading up to one great movie. It's a spectacle. Like that's what these movies are. They're spectacles. Yeah. Names. So, uh, what were some other films that you like? The UK. Your your favorite um, superhero movies today. Oh, like of all time? Mm-hmm. So, X2. All right, I'll tell you where that places on the list. 85. It's not even in the top 100. I'm not surprised, I guess. Does it actually list it or is it not there? It's not there. Yeah. But that's that's a movie from 2000. That was like, that predates all this insanity. Um, is it also, um, that tells me that perhaps um, it's more a thing now of people don't want to be out of the loop. They don't want to be missing out on, you know, someone might not necessarily like Superhero movies, but if everyone else is seeing it, they don't want to miss out. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone it's wants to go spectacle. see it. It's complete yeah. spectacle. There was like, what, two weeks online. People just like, don't spoil Endgame, which is, it was pretty accurate. Like, I think um, the amount of spoilers, I'm on Twitter all the time and there wasn't like, there wasn't that much stuff that was uh, that was ruining that surprise. Uh, well, not surprise, but just ruining that ending. I thought that was pretty pretty nice of the human it's probably the only thing the human race has managed to get together and all agree on is like maybe don't spoil the end of this fucking movie for 12 days please we're all so tired please do not <laughs> ruin this i'm very tired and very grumpy but yeah so just getting getting back though so like um maybe just move away from the mcu for a second um the fatigue for me and what really hits is talking about other franchises so um staying with marvel when Dark Phoenix came out, and I love the X-Men. X-Men is my- I know. I'm looking at a bunch of figures. I of know. Them. I uh, love me some Apocalypse, and I love me some Magneto, but- But, here's the but. This, and, this is the, the juice, and, the meat uh, and bones of the it, podcast. It just wasn't really a thing, you know? I, I saw Dark Phoenix. I've read that book so many times. I saw it, and I left, and I was like, that's a movie I saw. Why didn't you like it? It was just a bit, like, empty, I suppose. And um, and I shouldn't be looking at every comic book movie to be like, yeah, that's going to change the world. But that one in particular was just like, I don't know. So he's, he's part of that. It's not living up to the source material. And is that maybe Possibly, where like comic book fans are kind of, you know, calling out fatigue? Is they're not happy with how they're beloved? I don't know because I think I'm pretty sure there was a lot of like Chris Claremont who wrote that original uh, story. I'm pretty sure he was at the premiere. I'm pretty sure he had something to do with it. Uh, and signed off on it. He was he was happy with it. Do you think Disney uh, obtaining Fox, dissolving the current X Men universe, we'll see those characters in the MCU eventually? Then, right? 
Well, here's the thing. I, I, I hope so, even despite what we're talking about with this, this fatigue. Will that make it better or worse, though, the fatigue? Introducing more characters into the same universe. Does it make it easier to kind of... Having everything in one place make it easier to deal with? Or more just like you feel obligated to watch these films? I think it really depends. Like, for me and... Again, the type of person that I am, I'm. It makes it good for me because I do ultimately want to see all these characters together. Uh, and oh, I'll, no, one, no one cares what you think. <laughs> well, mate, I'll just pack it in right now. And you, <laughs> everyone can just listen to silence in their in their headphones. For me, I would still like to see it, but it's just one of those things. Like we're talking about fatigue, and this is people that are interested in in popular culture. We're more than probably more than casual fans, mm. like fair to say of yeah yep. of the of the the concept of popular culture. So, would you say that? Superhero mo- movies have kind of defined this decade. 100%. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because uh, 50s and 60s, it was the Western. Yeah. Um, and that was that, that's not a thing anymore. Yep. So is perhaps a superhero movies a trend, maybe? You know, will they, yeah. in, you know, 10, 20 years, will they be a thing of the past? It's possible, but I mean, it's... Days of Future Past? Will they be a thing of... <laughs> that was a good X-Men movie. That was the last good X-Men oh, movie. I thought you were going to be like, that was a good... Uh, that was a good little reference there, but no, that's all right. Keep no, it going. was. Keep it was going. a good reference no, to no, a good no. X Men movie and that's better, right. better book, obviously. I understand. Um, Part of that is maybe the increase, uh, you know, the increased accessibility to streaming services. Movies are cheaper. Yeah, I, I think like, you know, the superhero movie in general is just such a. It's I mean, a perfect movie for for people that just don't really care about watching movies, like myself, because it's got action. It's got cool special effects. It's got stories that you can more or less just watch and forget. And there's so many of them that, as I said, I can probably just be scrolling through Instagram watching an Iron Man movie. I did that, as a matter of fact, like what? two or three months ago. Oh, I thought you <laughs> now, watched- not, no, I, no, no, no. Like, I, I thought you watched Iron Man on Instagram and I was like, I'm pretty sure you can't upload <laughs> no, a two-hour movie to Instagram. <laughs> no, but I can certainly scroll through people's stories on Instagram while, yeah, uh, yeah. while Iron Man is playing in the background because they're all on stand at the moment. So, I just can smash through all that. So, I mean, just leaving- um, leaving the MCU, MCU and, and jumping Marvel over to the DCU. To DCU, is that what they call it? DCU. I probably don't really uh, DCU. Don't really so I think they have separate issues here. All right, the MCU requires too much kind of emotional and uh, time investment, mm-hmm. whereas the DCU, um, it's it feels like it's a gamble. You don't know whether these movies are going to be good or bad. You go into it expecting, uh, you know. Justice League was better than expected. I loved Wonder Woman, but then Aquaman, which should have been great, I found a drag. I think it's too, too much of a gamble. And also, those films haven't established a tone in the same way that the MCU has. Yeah, that's important. They too. don't know, you know, who, like, you know, I don't know going into a, a DCU film, is this meant to be a comedy or, you know. I think um, Suicide Squad was, was a pretty good example of that too. Yeah, the, um, the problem they had was... They were promoting it and then um, Deadpool, uh, the first one came out. Yeah. And that was like, that changed everything because it was a comedy. Um, it, was and, a, it was violent and, and, a, yeah. and funny and yeah, absolutely. And the problem was Suicide Squad, they'd put all the funny bits in the trailer. Yep. And everyone got excited thinking, yes, another, you know, funny, violent um, film. And I think the producers just went, shit. Yeah, that's it, and they had to do a bunch of reshoots, and it's completely to me that's the the epitome of it because it shows absolutely no vision. Mm. It's like, and it doesn't believe in it. What itself? No, it's, it's no, just, you know, it's very false. Well, think about like so. A perfect example, 
um, is Christopher Nolan's Batman series. Yeah, is just like it knows exactly what it is. Yeah, you can watch. You can got watch integrity. That, that's that, yeah. You that don't story. You don't watch it and feel, I think a lot of the fatigue in DCU comes from it's exhausting because they don't know what they're trying to do. Yeah, a lot of the time, it's as I said, it's just trying to play catch up. It's just trying to to like not fuck up as much as possible. That's what it's just like band aids over festering yeah. wounds <laughs> and like you'll you you know the concept of batman versus superman on the big screen was like people lost their minds when that was announced yeah and in execution it was just a train wreck yeah i did not like that movie i'd like to watch it again what kind of sucks is it's hard to have your own opinion on these things sometimes is it we have a podcast no but <laughs> <laughs> i i think it's like when that movie came out if you saw that okay dan you and i saw uh justice league the day together. or two together. Sat uh, next to you, we held hands. Yeah, a couple of days before it came out. And what did we both say when we left? That like, was not awesome. The, yeah, it was good. I really, mm-hmm. really liked it. If I had read, if I'd seen it a day later and seen any posts on uh, on social media about it, then I'm sure I would have gone into it with a different opinion. Uh, because is that also it, maybe part of the, I'm sorry to cut you off, part of the uh, fatigue is it isn't just the movies themselves, it's the endless commentary between them? That's. I think that maybe becomes part of it, absolutely. You know, I'll still probably go check these. I saw, 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 I saw Shazam and I thought it was fine, but I promptly forgot everything about it the day after I saw it. Um, and I feel that way about a lot of them. I think that's the that's the big problem with a, a lot of these movies. Maybe Endgame is different because I honestly thought about Endgame a lot a couple of weeks, like th- not a couple of weeks for the weeks following seeing it. I don't know if you felt the same, but I, that I thought was a very effective movie. I think you know comic book fans will always be interested in these movies. Yeah, um, it's just I guess the wider public um, who maybe will suffer from the fatigue. Yeah, more than anything. Because like you said, like, you know, you're still very interested, um, have, have a lot of time for things, whereas myself, not being a huge comic book guy, yep. um, I am find myself not really wanting to see Spider-Man, whereas someone who's, you know, somebody who knows those storylines already, knows those the, the villains and things like that, it's a lot more interesting. I personally find um, origin stories the most interesting. And then, like I said before, comic book fans will obviously more likely be interested in these films longer than other people. Yep. But is that part of it? All the explosions are taking away from the story and it's just, it's draining watching, you know, all these action sequences and not getting into the nitty gritty of various yep. characters and things like that. Possibly. I mean, I think there's, there's a, a certain lack of that in a lot of the DC Filming. ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, and is that because they're, they're maybe thinking, oh, you know, Superman, Batman, you know these guys. You don't, you don't need to know. Well, also, that was the strength of Spider-Man um, Homecoming. You had that story being told by two other movie series in mm. the last, like, two decades. It, to, the fact that they glossed over that was pretty great, actually. Yeah, because you don't want to say, oh, bitten by a spider. Oh, no, Uncle Ben. And in Into the Spider-Verse, that was different because... Um, it was a different... Yeah, because yeah, it was Miles uh, Morales. Miles Morales. Yeah. Before we wrap it all up, um, you the TV series that you just that you mentioned before... I mentioned like 20 in a row, but yes. yes. I, I didn't quite understand. Did you say that they've all been cancelled recently or is it just some of them have been cancelled? They've all been cancelled. You heard it first here on That Sucks. <laughs> Upcoming films that I've noted here, we've got Black Widow, The Batman, Birds of Prey, New Mutants, Wonder Woman 1984, Bloodshot, Shanghai... Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Aquaman 2, The Flash, 
Where, like, when you God hear damn. that list, what do you, what do you feel? Honestly, I felt anxiety. I just said, I'm like, oh, fuck. All right. Right. That's a, that's a lot. So, uh, and just so our podcast becomes a real podcast, uh-huh. I'm going to quote someone from Reddit. Please. Here. Uh, username Alien Life UFO 07. I guess there was like six others. Um, they said, people don't have genre fatigue. They have bad movie fatigue. They have unenjoyable movie fatigue. What do you think of that? No, I disagree because I don't think that so many of them are bad. I think they're, for the most part, they're generally decent movies. There's just, just too many stinkers, of them. like some fucking stinkers. Absolutely. I'm looking at you at Aquaman. <laughs> but no, like I said, there's movies that they just come out and they're just disposable. That's what, that's the problem. And there's so many of them. And even the ones that you read out, like if it's a brand new property, like say Birds of Prey, if you're going to have a Birds of Prey, you kind of assume there's going to be Birds of Prey 2. And yeah, but three. That's, that already has characters in it we've seen before, like... Oh, yeah, that's yeah. going to be all them, yeah. I, I I don't remember who's in that specifically. But, like, like just knowing that this is going to kick off a whole new franchise, and that's what they want, because it's, the, it's just a license to print money. Cha-ching! Yeah, it's just too much. That's That, to me, is where the, the fatigue sets in, just like, oh, man, I, I don't know if I can deal with this. But just going back, like, all those TV series, like, excuse me, I, tr- I did watch some of them, and I tried to watch a few of them, but, yeah, it's fucking homework, man. Mm. It's... It's, it's too a chore. much. It's a chore to get through them all. And that's why, like, I'm sort of a bit over over that style of things. I think, honestly, that after Endgame has come out, I just don't know how this is going to continue through a phase four, five, six. Like, mm. I'm, I'm going to see everything of that eventually because I still do enjoy, uh, enjoy these movies. But I don't know. I'm sure that in, like, three years' time, we're going to start seeing the graphs come out of, like, oh, this is how much money this movie's made in its opening weekend versus, oh, this movie from five years ago. And it's less and less. And it's going to be less and less. And then by 2030, um, the next thing's going to come along. Or 2025, or maybe they they just will rust through these. It'll be sad if that happens because they did a pretty incredible thing with um, phase one, two, three of the Marvel MCU. Like, like, as a whole thing, that's incredible. Like, an incredible thing that they managed to pull off. Mm. And if it just kind of gets, I wouldn't say phoned in, but- ultimately just kind of like dies a slow death. That would be like a sad thing to see. Um, I probably would have preferred a straight up like- End. Yeah, thank you very much. An end game, so they say. (laughs) Yeah, I I would be- Honestly, I'd be happy with that as a comic book fan. Mm. But I'm- uh, You're but a humble recording engineer. (laughs) That's probably a good good spot to wrap it up. Yeah, I'm I'm done. I'm I'm tired, man. Um, a fatigue, I tell you. All day I was researching this, yep. and now I'm tired. Uh, all right, well, let's wrap it up. Dan, is there anything you want to plug I wanna before plug. we get out of here? Uh, listen here. I'm listening. If you've got Neopets, I want them. If you've got MySpace, I want your login. That's it. That's it. What's your plugs? Go uh, on. Yeah, just follow me on uh, Facebook. No, don't follow me on uh, Facebook. Add, 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one. No. Be, just, just slide into my DMs. <laughs> Instagram me and um, Twitter, and uh, you can find That Sucks, a Handshake Media podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or other great podcast can, outlets. Can you- uh, and also, uh, yeah, check out the Handshake Media Network. There's some great other podcasts up there. We've got The Green Room with Neil Griffiths, speaking with the likes of Mark Ronson, Five Seconds of Summer. Why the fuck don't we get those guests? Listen, listen, he is a podcast god. We can't compete, all right? Cool your jets. So get on it, subscribe, but subscribe to ours first in case you, you know, you get fatigued and you can't do any more. Ours first, please.
Yep. And, share, like, uh, review. Yeah, cool. Done. Um, Done. Sweet. Cool. Peace. Peace. Cue epic Marvel music. Just, just, just turn it off.